back to this, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie. I'm the most, most, most tired. Uh. It's going good. I'm Michelle, and I'm the lost episodes of the anime that are going to make everything not make any sense because they got cut. I'm Jesse. I'm... Here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and totally not a parrot. Sure, I'll go with that. That makes sense. Well, you did just pair what Michelle said, so it was kind of funny. Don't forget EL6. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Just like Apollo. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm just, I'm just about as fine as Apollo Justice is fine. How are y'all? It's been a hard month. I don't know what this month jam is. News? Wait, that's um, the thing we do here. Yeah, so remember how we were in the news drought? Yeah. Well, we're still in the news drought, but... Pretty parched, yeah. We did get confirmed for season two of the anime. The Ace Attorney Ooh, anime. Yeah. Oh, it's like dirty river water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it tastes like mud. Oh, good. Enjoy that Giardia. Capcom, we wanted some news, but you gave us nothing, and instead we have this anime to tide us over. We don't know when it's coming out or anything. But we know that Godot's on the poster, so it will follow the events of the third game, at least. Yes, so the anime covers up to the end of the second? No, it doesn't get that far. Yeah. yeah, it does. yeah. Let's talk about that. So the, remember, it's been so long, <laughs> and we cannot retain any information at all whatsoever. But So the first anime... Did you know Magic's real? It is. It's a turning game. Or do you mean in real life? Who knows? (laughs) Um, So the first season, halfway through the first season, we were done with the first game. We didn't do Rise from the Ashes. Emma has not been introduced. We had a filler episode about young young, uh, Phoenix and Edgeworth and Larry around the time that um, Manfred entered the the picture. And then we did season... Um, the second half of the season was all the second game, including, like, the Matt, um... Matt on guard. Yeah. Matt on guard and the Max Galactica stuff. Uh-huh. And that's where we ended it, was the end of two. So we were, we we're gonna resume, apparently, with three, or at least Godot will be involved. Probably they'll follow the plot. Yeah. And then... But they marks. fucking left Emma out! <laughs> well, they might, like, have a... Where? Right? How? <laughs> Flashback? Episode one, Rise from the Ashes. Flash forward to game three. Yeah. I that's mean, like the only way it would work that would not be stupid, and that's not well, what we, they're going to So do. we left Emma out. Emma's not important for game three, but if we are going to progress from game three, like if we're going to do another, like half of it is Trials and Tribulations, and then the second half of it is question mark. Is it going to be Edgeworth's games? Because then Emma is important, because she appears in those games. Would they do it then... If they did that, then it could be if they did, like, an investigations season. First few episodes, Rise from the Ashes, you have Phoenix and Emma, and then Emma and Edgeworth. I think it's really cute. You guys think investigations is going <laughs> to well, be Well, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. But it's like, here are, the, here are the options if we do a split season again. One, all right, well, let's do all of them then. So option one could be all of the entire season is Trials and Tribulations. That's an option. Yes. Option two, half of it is Trials and Tribulations, and then half of it is Investigations, or half of it is Apollo Justice, or half of it is Dual Destinies. However, Emma's in all of those! <laughs> yeah. Um, I The way I think they're going to handle it, which is the way we don't want it to be handled, is we're going to pretend like we've never met her before. Or like... <sighs> Or they're going, yeah. basically we're going to like never met her before in this way. Like, she's going to show up as the detective or, you. well, that's in Apollo Justice. In, she's not in three, is she? No. No, 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 no she's, not. she's not in three. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, so she's going to show up and then they're going to be like, huh, look at her hair bun go, you look familiar. Yeah. That's it. That's the acknowledgement at most. I can also think, and this is going to only work if they do Apollo Justice, which is, since Apollo doesn't know her, um, we tr- she is introduced... Just as a character that Apollo doesn't know, when we get to the part where she needs to be like, ah, Phoenix Wright, 
he and I have history, basically. Like, hey, show him this because it'll jog of his memory. Um, Apollo will just be confused. We, the audience, will not know. And then Apollo will go to Phoenix and be like, this weird girl gave me this. And he'll be like, oh, I remember her. Saved her sister once. And then just move on. Like, no flashback. Maybe a br- very brief, like, flashback. Of, like, small child I'm going like, whoosh. Switch to Lana, whoosh, and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, or like small child Emma doing that thing where she does her glasses, um, like her yeah her fingerprint glasses, and then we just come back to the present. I think that's equally likely to just treating her like we've never met her, or that she looks like Maya. Because honestly, the whole the the, the most watered down version of the premise of you're supposed to miss Maya, so here's Emma. Yeah. But that's really upsetting, because Rise from the Ashes is such an interesting case. With it's like one of our favorites. Yeah, it's, it is, it's just a really good case. And the yeah. fact that they're, and Emma, as, after that, has an element of fan service to her at all times. Like, it's, mm-hmm. even in her appearances, and when she's, like, important in Dual Destinies and, and Apollo Justice and, and Spirit of Justice, Emma's always, like, Hey, you remember Emma, right? That was a good time. Like that that's the flavor she always comes in. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be weird to strip her of that. I don't know. Why did we get that filler episode about fucking children and Power Rangers when we could have had Rise from the Ashes? Because it was important for us to make fun of Miles Edward going, Papa, I please have a dog. And watching the news when he gets home from school. Yeah. God. And also, it's got to be another reason why Shutakumi's dog missile shows up in something. Yeah. Like, that's that's the reason we got it. It's not a good reason. Yeah. Um, we have an extremely in-depth email from jams and part of it involved the anime um but this isn't a thing to consider so in the next anime season it's very likely being released to cross promote with gs7 the season is airing this year so we're getting the second season here but like fall right like fall probably um but still yeah i mean the switch the switch is also the switch ace attorney game is also supposedly due this year yeah but we've heard nothing. We've heard... Yeah. So maybe they're trying a different promotion strategy? That I don't know. But it means that GS7 is coming out this year, probably no later than November. From that time schedule, they will assume to announce the game soon. So assuming this all ends up, our first look at GS7 will probably come around April. I also think we're on 8. Aren't we? GS8? Um, I think Spirit yeah. was 6. Dual Destinies was 5. Yes. So Spirit of Justice. Oh, okay, six. so we are on seven. We're on seven. Yeah. All right. Sorry, my bad. It's confusing because we have the grandpappies. Yeah, and the, and the investigations. Yeah. Fucking plot twist. Half of season two is about grandpappy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we know. It's either that or it's a laden crossover. Yeah. You know, like, that's what we'll get into. Yeah, Catriel shows up for no goddamn reason. <laughs> So maybe, maybe next month we'll have a, like, we'll be drowning in, like, our, we won't be drowning, we'll have a little flavor of news, and we'll expand that for five hours. You know? Um. That's what we do here, though. That's, that's our brand. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you've caught on yet. I mean, we haven't discussed for half an hour, like, what the exact name color of Edgeworth's suit is. Or have we? And I'm I pretty sure it. we have. <laughs> I think we've discussed it. Maybe not for half an hour. We probably could. Get, we could probably go it again. Yeah. Um. We can get Priya back on. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we'll record an episode live in a, a Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, with paint chips. Here we are with the paint chips. Uh, please subscribe to my uh, my Vine channel. This just occurred to me though. Like Godot, they didn't like they didn't whitewash him. In the poster, he's, like, still got the same skin color that he did in the games. And I'm frankly very proud of them. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm proud because it's Japan. I yeah. would be livid if it was America that fucked it up. Well, they didn't fuck it up. So I'm, like, happy that they didn't fuck that up. I would be livid if they had. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't be oh. praising them for something so fucking simple. But, you know. Yeah. It's a very good picture <laughs> Anything of Anything could go these days. Well, see, the problem, too, is Godot looks fucking great and Phoenix still looks weird. He's got that glow. His visor's glowing, though, so that's awesome. Godot does look great. Godot looks um, great. Phoenix does look weird. Phoenix still looks weird. 
And um, I think something that James mentioned in so, their email was that, like, the first season of the anime didn't do well. So we're actually lucky oh. at all we got a second season. Yeah, I think that's why we didn't dwell on the other thing so much, is because we were like, well, this was a fun romp, and we'll <laughs> yeah. never see him again. <laughs> so just, just now, looking at this picture for the new season... When I first saw that poster, I thought it was fan art. I didn't think it was for the second season of the anime. Yeah, but that's because, like, of the problem we talked about with Maya, which is she looks like a goddamn child. She looks like an anime girl. Yeah, like, but, like, a 10-year-old anime girl or, yeah. like, a 13-year-old anime girl. Yeah, no, I mean, like, the the consistent, like, we had a lot, like, the, the, the first season one didn't do well. Part of it was heavily animation style. Like, we bitched about Edward's veins. <laughs> and the faces. <laughs> Sometimes and, you got those real dirt faces. And uniboo. The uniboo. Oh, God, the uniboo. <laughs> like, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of visual problems that we had with the anime. So, like, this is, like, a problem I feel like that's consistent with newer animes is, like, shows like, oh, what show was it specifically at the time? I guess this isn't new anymore, but at the time Tiger and Bunny came out, all of that fucking high production quality, and you still got Phoenix derp faces. Yeah. Like, you pulled away too far, and they got really derpy. And it's been a consistent thing. Like, Attack on Titan has that kind of problem. Although you could argue that every face is a derp face in Attack on Titan, but... I mean, my, I mean That's well, not this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, stay tuned for our Attack on Titan cast, where Michelle pisses off every Attack on Titan fan that exists. But man, have I got some problems with the look <laughs> of that show. It, I hate it, and it hurts my eyes to look at it. Why do you want me to watch it? Even thinking about it hurt Michelle's eyes so bad she took off her glasses. I, I yeah. did because I it's a it's that show is hideous looking. I'm just intentionally. Thinking, I'm just I, thinking about season two. That was of Attack on Titan. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another show recently, but it is like a, a consistent problem that I I've seen with with uh, animation is like. Back in the 90s, you're like, eh, it's derpy because I don't have money. Now you're like, you have money now. So why are you doing this to why me? Why are you doing yeah. this to me? Listen. Shortcuts to get episodes out faster. Maybe. I love Slayers. And at some <laughs> points in Slayers, especially the old shit, Lena's feet <laughs> are just literally right triangles. <laughs> I know. Y'all know. We use cheapies because we have no money. Like, it's like either the artists get to eat this week or we get a cohesive, like, look of the episode. And I get it. I do. But I also know that when you, when they're sinking hundreds of thousands into it now and it's a, this huge ass international industry, and it's not just some, like, Kanzaka fucking around over in Japan. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I don't get it. Why is Attack on Titan so ugly? More, more at 11. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk, everyone. <laughs> um, I also had to fight somebody today, or yesterday, about how I d Death Note is not a smart show. But you know what? More at 1130. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming to our TED Talks. <laughs> um, so I, I'm really, well, yeah, I guess back to the main point. I'm really surprised we're getting, we're all surprised we're getting a season two. Yeah. I really hope they're going to step up the derp factor in terms of making it non-existent. It won't happen. But I will accept the derp factor as long as I don't get Phoenix giving up after one question going wrong and then screaming <laughs> in the middle of a courtroom <laughs> falling to his knees. You know, like, fucking mood, okay? Like, that's my life these days. <laughs> yeah, I too will have an emotional breakdown. <laughs> but, um, yeah, at, uh, I don't know if we have much more. What did Jams want about the anime? What oh, uh, Mapop has some stuff to say about the dub. Okay, well, let's check the Jams one first. Well, the Jams one was more, uh, more, that was, that was it about the anime. It was syncing up to, to GS7. Oh, for promo purposes. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it helps and it's not done bad, but. Mm. So I'm going to be, so, okay, so in conclusion, RE, I'm out of time on my TED Talk. Um, uh, if it's for promo purposes, and we have the significant animation problems, as well as Phoenix having an emotional breakdown in the courtroom for furtherance of the plot for no fucking reason, except for that the episode has to be 26 minutes long. <laughs> 22. It's gonna just feel more like a promo. Th like, this is a dumb... I see this as a commercial for your game, if it's like well, that. Well, I bet you that in Japan, the commercials for Ace Attorney anime are gonna air 
concurrently with the promo for the game. Probably. But we don't get commercials like that in here in the in the States. No, but I mean, it, like, it, shit like that makes more sense if you're not trying to make a show, you're just trying to make some promo shit for a game. Well, let me tell you who does that right. Persona. Yeah, yeah. that's true, but Persona also takes 15 years to make anything at yeah, all. That's fair. That's Atlas. Atlas. Mm. Mm. Um, anyway, what does Mop-Up say? Uh, let's see. Um... Just so you know, when he listened to the Christmas episode, every eight minutes he would send a message commenting on it. That's not okay. Wait, which Christmas? What are you talking about? Uh, the anime versus Christmas. Oh Jesus Christ! Every every eight minutes. <laughs> I was gonna say we haven't done a Christmas episode in four years, <laughs> but I'm wrong. I just blocked it out. <laughs> okay, so map up. Got the Blu-ray DVD combo. Sent a picture. It has objection really big, so that's the new name of the anime. Notes on the dub. Uh, oh, shit, yeah, the dub. Yeah, we never got around to that, because it's not Sam Regal. Remember? Yeah, it's fine. Like It's fine it's not Sam Regal. It's fine. But Sam Regal are bust. They did not look like they were wearing multiple 80s businesswoman shoulder pads. Only one 80s businesswoman shoulder pad. Problem number one with the anime. Let's, <laughs> let's re- rehash it. Let's see. Gumshoe's width, though. We have discussed the width of people. Yes, that there is more on that. But first, let's see. Had to get over the these characters are talking, not the voices I was imagining. Um, That's hard. So far, everyone fits, and no one's voice made him upset. At some point, my Mia said, "Wow, this butt sky cracks under pressure, doesn't he?" Wait, Mia, uh, that could have been a way better joke in English. There's ways that could have been. Uh, Phoenix's voice actor sounds absolutely done. Done, like with life, I imagine, like Probably. done, like over it. That's not right for, for Game 1, Phoenix. That's right for Game 1, Stephanie. It's not really right for Game 1, or anime, Phoenix, considering he's even more uh, emotionally distraught all the time in the anime. So distraught. Okay, you keep reading. Separate temporary discussion. My friend Dustin texted me, he's slowly playing the games, and he texted me impromptu, like, of nothing last week, how come there isn't a gumshoe amiibo? <laughs> Followed up with, I think the Detective Pikachu ami- amiibo is basically the same thing as a gumshoe amiibo. There's a Castiel amiibo, and I think that's more or less visually the same thing. Castiel from what? Supernatural? No, there is. What are you talking about? <laughs> Pretty sure there is. No, amiibos are the Nintendo, the little Nintendo uh, statues. Oh, the Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah, the Funkos are a separate issue, but the Amiibos are the little Nintendo... You're like, right, sorry. I've statuettes. I derped. Um, you're right. Uh, no, why would there be a gumshoe one? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just wanted to share that with everyone. If someone wants to mod a Detective Pikachu Amiibo to look like gumshoe, please follow up with me. The end. Um, Mapops like the design of Japanifornia City, but he wants to know what we thought of Cinderella's prosecutor's office. I'm assuming that's Red White's office. I don't remember it. I don't give a shit about backdrops. Except that they need to be functional. It takes very little to impress me about a backdrop. <laughs> uh, apparently Phoenix's apartment in the Blu-ray is no longer buried in cardboard boxes. Rude. Um, Gumshoe keeps calling Phoenix girly nicknames, like Cupcake and Snowball, after seeing him with Maya's That's phone. That's weird. And Mapop has mixed feelings about that. I, yeah, and, I don't. And he hopes that that will drop sooner rather than later. Yeah, why? Also, Gumshoe and Grossberg are not wide enough. Uh, yeah, we've talked about this. Edgy's car still looks bad. Oh, so bad. The, <laughs> I'm glad that stayed consistent. He, and Mapop's pretty sure the car emoji looks better, and he sent us a couple to demonstrate. Okay. Um, it's a different bad Mapop, but it's still see. bad. Yeah. So the filler backstory episode, they were not 
voiced by adult men with deep voices. Damn. <laughs> Phoenix was voiced by a girl. Polly the parrot was shrill and terrifyingly high-pitched. And Mapop's still not over Cinderella's prosecutor's office. So I'm assuming that's Edward? Edward's. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense than Red White. I don't know why you guessed Red White the first time. Because it didn't say prosecutor, or it didn't. I didn't read it prosecutor. Did. And you did. Then I don't know. Yeah, because I think Edward's office was just kind of a straight rip from investigations. Like, there wasn't anything very different about it. Yeah. Email Rachel is alive and says congratulations on our upcoming 75th episode. Oh, that's Email nice. Rachel. I really, thank you for being alive. I really expected that to end with having the 69th episode, but that's <laughs> just kind of the McElroy content I've consumed lately. <laughs> mm. But thank you. 75 episodes is pretty big, uh, pretty big deal considering how long it's taken us to get there. <laughs> you know what, though? We've gotten there. Fairly consistent. We've been doing a lot better. Yeah, fairly consistent. <laughs> um, anything else on that on that anime? Brand? No, nothing else on the anime rant. No. Okay, so I mean, we'll, we'll we'll we forgot. We gotta pop in and listen to the dub and see how that sounds. Yeah, but now I'm really upset that Gumshoe says things like cupcake because he's always just said pal. Yeah, I feel like they're definitely trying to force a typical personality onto Gumshoe. Like the detective, your stereotype detective vibe? Yeah, I I imagine it will get dropped. Maybe, but he's never been like that. That's what's upsetting. No, it's not his personality at all. He's always been, like, the gag with Gumshoe is that he looks like that, but his personality is the opposite. Yeah. Mm. You think the people who did the dub just don't? Got it. Wait, but it was Funimation. Yeah, but that doesn't mean whoever wrote the script has played yeah. as attorney. It also That's doesn't true. mean they, like, touched base with the localization team either. Oh, absolutely they did not. No. <laughs> Damn. Neither did the people who made the anime, probably. Did- like, touch base with oh. the people who made the game. I mean, they got not. a basic plot. Well, they got the license. I'm sure that was all in the, like, licensing and stuff. Oh, but yeah. that's why they were like, oh, we should have a cute filler episode with children. Fuck this Emma case. Like, <laughs> I'm sure so. if they had talked to the devs, somebody would have been like, no, nah, you need that one if you're going to keep going. Yeah. Um, got a couple things from Anonymous on Tumblr. First question, how much real, actual, legit money would I have to send you guys in order to pay for the... Ace Attorney 2 Investigations game and emulator. <laughs> Please, I'll do it. Considering those are free. The next uh, post from Sam... Assumedly uh, Sam Anonymous? Yeah, assumedly Sam Anonymous, but most likely Sam, is like, I apologize if this is commonly asked, but are you 100% holding out for a playable translated version, version of DGS and DGS 2, or would you consider watching the YouTube subs instead? I only ask because it's kind of disheartening hearing you guys talk about Japan-only stuff every month and yet pass up two great games like this. You could buy the untranslated game and follow along with the video as a guide, pausing before every decision so you can choose blind and keep the suspense. It's really worth it. There's no way in hell I'm playing a game and not a language I can read. So I'm not buying an untranslated one. We could, I mean, our... I would be amenable to watching the YouTube ones. Don't get us wrong. Regarding the investigation ones and regarding DGS, it is not because we are boycotting it somehow. It is because we do not have time. (laughs) I don't have time to play the DLC for this game that we just had here in America. So, like, I just... It's, hey, listen, we love you. This is a hobby podcast and we are busy busy people yeah Yeah. um i would get the untranslated game and translate it myself i don't i won't yeah trying to like play along with the guide and pausing and making all this is like that would make the game a thousand percent not fun for me and in terms of watching a youtube i don't i i don't watch let's plays already like i just i it wouldn't be fun for me so, like, while the plot may be great, it just, I would not enjoy it because I don't enjoy watching 
I wouldn't enjoy watching the game in that capacity. I would probably, if I had the time, it goes back to that time thing, I would probably play the emulated version of Investigations 2. Yeah, I think I think it's that highly is... likely that's like on our list to play that. Yeah, that's something, I mean, we still haven't watched the live action movie. This is true too. We have a lot of things on our list and it's not out of, we previously had said that we wanted to get a subbed version of the live action movie. We now know that that will never occur. Mm. Like, they won't do an official one, so we will just have to find it. Yeah. I, I gave it to you. Yeah. Find, She's gotta find so, Okay, the so file. we have it. So, like, we have... She has we, to find where she put the file. So, you also... I, I still have it on my external. Yeah, we have it. That's great. Like, we... The, the only problem there would be access. We have access to it. Listen, I just had to stop the podcast to deal with work shit. That is... There. So now we've resumed the podcast. Like, I cannot stress enough that most of this is due to time. One day I think we will eventually get to play an emulated version of DGS, or sorry, Investigations 2. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to give me roughly, let's say, $300 to guarantee that I play it, you know, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> Actually, sorry, sorry. Let's be honest. I will take a payment of the Nintendo Switch sent to my personal <laughs> P.O. box hit me up, uh, and then I will play Investigations <laughs> too. Yeah, I I mean, it's it's a firm stay tuned. And even if I, on my own, watch the DGS YouTube and we do, like, a updates, like, that would probably be the best way to do it for you. Um, like, yeah. consumption-wise, is I tell you what the fuck's going on in it as I watch a Let's Play. I don't have 20 hours to spare. I just yeah. don't, you guys. Yeah. It's just, it's okay. I know. No one's, no one's demanding it. Someone's just sad that we won't. I know. It's very sad. And I I wish I had 20 hours to spare. Listen, no one is as sad as we are. Yeah. I've wasted Japan. it all, I've wasted it all on Splatoon. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest here. Um, was there any other anonymous questions in there? Nope. That's all from Tumblr. Okay. That's all from Tumblr. Thank you, Tumblrs. We could have a resident DGS expert who we asked to come in and tell us what happens in DGS. <laughs> That'd be cool too. I am open to options, y'all. Um, but you gotta be good. You gotta be entertaining and good, and not afraid to be on our shitty podcast. Uh, let's see. So the other thing is, Jam sent us a very in-depth uh, analysis of Drew Mishem and his paintings. Hey, did someone find the answer to all of our questions? Uh, the short answer is no. Damn. I mean, that's expected, though. It's better than, than us spending an hour last episode being like, why? And then somebody being like, oh, it's right here. Exactly the proof that you missed. No, I mean, like, like let's let's look at this email. Yeah, I have it here. So Jam starts talking about the opening scene. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that. This is Drew Misham painting the paintings. Um, and Jam says it's slightly contradictory to the things we already know. Okay, so he's painting the sketch of the Borscht Bowl Club, and that was painted over with that abstract multicolor thing. Uh, but the painting's visible in the foreground, so it seemed to be a contradiction. Um, so he's actively painting it, and then we see it in the foreground being painted. Oh my god, James, you're right! This is so <laughs> upsetting! <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even catch that a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> Unless he was copying. Unless that. there's two of that abstract monstrosity, like Vera had to paint two of them, so one of them includes. But then that means mm, no. Ah, uh, no! It's gotten worse. Okay, what else? Okay, so that's why. Like the short answer is, it's just a fancy opening animation. It isn't canon. But we continue on. I No, it's canon. I refuse to just let them disregard this as not canon. Um, okay, so why? Why? Why did he do this, right? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it's just a scrapped concept. It's a very, this is very likely jabs. Uh, they are, they're in evidence, so we assume that they would be presented at some point in the game, but they couldn't figure out what to do with them, and the paintings were left in the court record with a, without a purpose. Either that, or the question was supposed to be answered by Shu Takumi, let Apollo just a sequel, uh, but we never got that, because Dual Destinies is focused on Phoenix, right? And there's probably no real answer. If James was to fill that plot hole, though, uh, would have to do something with Kristoff. We know that he had some communications with Drew and Vera before, and they were able to mail each other. 
running over the turnabout succession page, Drew licked the poison stamped in the first yeah. place because he wanted to send the letter to Kristoff to remove Vera's quote-unquote magic charm. This is the letter, which is the poison nail polish. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So this is this is how Drew Bisham dies is licking that um, that that. Remember we discussed this last week, which was like a se- murder plan A was lick the stamp. Yes. Murder plan B was Poisoned. overtime nail polish. Luckily, murder plan A won out. It just took an extra ten years. I forgot the, that the stamp thing. Oh I yeah, barely, Jesse didn't listen to last I, episode either. No, so. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't had time. But I barely remember the nail polish plot, which was dumb. Yeah. So this letter, this is the letter that Phoenix records from Kristoff's uh, cell. Records. Yeah. So this is. Remember, he the, stuffed it into his pocket, James. No, 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 no. He. Oh, this he is. Remember, this right. is Phoenix Wright actually does forge evidence. Remember? Oh that? yes, you're like, right. Hey, Phoenix Wright lost his badge for forging evidence, and then subsequently forges multiple pieces of evidence. So this is one of the forged pieces of evidence from Phoenix Wright, which is he had video footage of the letter from Drew Misham, and rather than submit into evidence the video footage of the letter, he. F- fakes the letter. He recreates the letter based on video footage for you to present in court. Because nothing is... Because <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense, like, at all. But he, that's the no. same thing he did with the blood card. The the ace of whatever that was covered in blood from the Apollo Justice first trial when Phoenix was on the stand and we we got Kristoff done for the murder. Because Kristoff took that bloody card and destroyed it. But Phoenix had video evidence of the bloody card. So he forged the bloody card so you could present it in court. And that's why you do. And Kristoff's like, no, that's not real. I destroyed it. But he still gets put away anyway. And then later, Phoenix, uh, Apollo confronts Phoenix and Phoenix is like, yeah, I forged that based on video evidence. And Apollo punches him in the face. Good job, boy. And boyo. Yeah. So... I know we've discussed the the problem of Phoenix actually doing forged evidence yeah. like an idiot. <laughs> but just as a reminder, that occurred. It's true. I want to so, replay Apollo. The letter says we have five empty cases of it and one wrapped one with the actual <laughs> game in it. You're in luck. We have one copy. We have one copy and five extra cases. <laughs> if anyone would like to trade us empty cases of Apollo Justice for something, we are open. The interview request came, like you said it would, and they're looking into the case. I swear my life I won't tell them about you. So please release the spell, in quotes, you've put on my daughter. I'll write later with a report, Drew Misham. The interview request came like you said it would. To me, this seems like Drew and Kristoff have continually communicated through the seven-year gap. Um, and Drew must have known Kristoff was in prison, and the letter went to his cell and not his office. In addition, the magic charm put on Vera was, was when, when Kristoff gave her the nail polish and she said it would protect her from danger. Why wouldn't Drew? Uh, why would Drew wasn't to get rid of it if it wasn't harmful? I think this is a question of why wouldn't Drew get rid of the nail polish? Did he know? No. Yeah, so if he didn't know the nail polish was poison, he wouldn't have thought to Well, also, I don't think he's, like, he maybe would have seen Vera painting her nails, but I don't think he would have thought anything of it. Like, where did you get that? Like, you wouldn't question where you got this hand-shaped bottle it's of nail polish. It's a huge bottle of nail polish, and it's gigantic. <laughs> it's so big. But... I would question literally anyone. And Vera was like six or whatever. No, like, right when she got it. Where did she you like get 10? it? If you saw your ten-year-old with this fucking, you know how a like, mannequin hand size. Some ladies have those like ring stands that look yeah. like hands that yeah. they put their rings on. It it looks like that. And, like, you see your 10-year-old just, like, unscrewing this giant fucking handstand to just paint her nails. Which part is the nail polish brush? I think it's the end. The whole thing? Yeah. Hold on. I don't remember what this looks like. It doesn't show you the court record's open. I need to look at this evidence. It doesn't show you her ever using it, but, like, it's just... It may be a small... And I want you to understand we're being... We're goofing here. Probably it's a nail polish sized bottle that looks like that fucking hideous hand. I don't think it's that small. So, like, maximum four inches tall. I understand that that is an option. 
don't email me. <laughs> that it might be a reasonably sized nail polish. I refuse to believe it is. You can email Stephanie. Because it's way funnier for me to think of this 10-year-old having to, like, wrench open this actual it's human It's the only thing hand. that would probably actually give her high fives that she would accept high fives from. It can't give high fives. It's, like, weird shaped. Look at that. That's, that's, that can't be regular shape. Oh, I guess it could give high fives. It is kind of, well, it's like bent at the knuckles. No, not good high fives. That's fair. Okay. Uh, I'm going to continue reading. At all of the points of Chris out having some sort of strong, stronger control over Vera, uh, to where Drew describes it as a spell. While the Fae clan and Corain deal with more myth, myth, mystical elements of Ace Attorney, AJ keeps mostly grounded in reality, so it's not like any sort of real spell is put on her, unless you can say that Kristoff actually had some sort of evil powers relating to his devil hand. <laughs> <laughs> and this devil hand makes Vera draw sketches? Hey, I honestly have no idea, and for the research I do into this is more questions it, I end up having. It needs to be a five-gallon thing of nail polish so that she doesn't run out of nail polish for seven years, considering she puts it on every, every time day. she's anxious. So I retract my statement. It is giant. No, it's gotta be. Nail polish does not last. Like, the bottles, if you paint your nails that often, do not last that long. No. Nope. Um, what does the devil hand do again, other than being a scar? It's his tell. It, um, that, that's all it is. It's a, so it's a tell scar. Because it's, yeah, it's a scar on his hand that only appears when he's tense. So that's how Apollo can, when he's lying, when he's tense, Apollo can see the scar when he, like, flexes his hand. So that's all it is. It's not actually the literal devil in his hand. It's just his devil hand. Um, the question of whether Kristoff has magic powers, though, is interesting. And I don't mean, like, Trucy magic powers or Maya magic powers. Like he made a pact with the devil and <laughs> well, he's got devil magic? No, I don't even mean that. I mean, like, I so... Uh, well, that's option A, devil pact, ma- like, mad devil magic Option B, like, Athena has magic powers because of her, like, intense hearing thing. Like, maybe Kristoff has some weird, subtle, not magic magic power. I mean, Apollo's magic power is he can see or tell. Yeah, he's a human lie detector. Uh-huh. Like... It is very likely that that he does have some level. No, we'll get to but, that. But, but, <laughs> Stop reading ahead. Sorry. Stop reading ahead. I saw the word and I had to look at it, but we'll get there. Don't worry. Um, but what would Kristoff's power be? Being a sore loser? Well, I mean, it's it's more of like right. Like Kristoff is a is a. I don't want to say like a mastermind because he he gets you know caught and bludgeoned, um, but he's he's crafty. Right? Like, I'm not saying he's smart about it either, because I don't think trying to poison someone with a stamp is a smart way to kind of kill them, but it it is a crafty way. It would probably have to be, like, mind control, but as a side note, while we we can still, like, ruminate on the magic powers, but I kind of don't... I think it cheapens his creep factor if we give him magic. Does that make sense? He's a hmm. creepy, weird mastermind who do manipulates this small girl into poisoning herself over the course of seven years. Um, and that's really fucked up and scary. And if we give him mind control powers to do it, it just makes it a little less fucked up and scary. I don't think it's mind control powers. I think whatever, like, let's say the devil hand is proof of any sort of magic powers. I think all it is is gives him the ability to be this mastermind kind of guy. Okay, so you think it's like a... Jesse, who's that, who's that DC sense. dude with the big brain who's just a fuck? Just oh, a fuck boy. oh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. Damn it. Uh, okay, anyway, it makes him a dumb vet Batman villain. Like, yeah. if we just have, the devil gave me the smarts to pull off these ludicrous-ass plans. I think that honestly might just be what it is. If there is any sort of magic, it is in a innate kind of, like... I have this ability that I was born with, and I just only use it in this regard. Well, in that case, the the secret that he doesn't even know what it is, the black side box, could be that he is that could be his like weird devil, his de- side brain devil. Um, I'd be willing to believe that. That's like the best 
something, anything, any. That's the closest to anything I will accept for those black cyclops. I don't like it though because it makes him like redeemable, and I don't want Christoph no, Gavin no, 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 to no. be redeemable. There, I don't think it makes anything about him redeemable. Like not that he's possessed, just that he is evil. Oh, okay. Well, that's like, fine then. I mean, I don't know. Like he was just kind of like he was po- like born with the magic power, and his magic power happened to be evil. Evil. <laughs> Sorry, dude, you lost the lottery. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Um, But please, let us know what you guys think. I thought, like, thank you for emailing us, Jams, because hella, like, that was... That complicates the situation so much that they show the painting that he is currently (laughs) painting. (laughs) I'm never gonna get over it. forging that painting. No, he is. Like, it's... But it is a forgery. Like, Yeah, and so he got the original He should have the original. They're too broke. They're too broke to afford the original. I know, but, like... Vera creates all the forgeries, I assume, from pictures. I, I, I imagine, yeah. He printed a supersized... Well, I don't... It, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Now we have to talk about the last thing on James's email. Crazy. Okay, well, continue with James's email then. Um, I mean, there, there's some stuff. There's some links and stuff like that, which super, super, like, thank you for doing all of that. Thank you, James. Um, okay, uh, let's talk about the last thing though that we talked about last time, which was um, Manfred von Karma's libido. What? <laughs> Was that? I don't think I. You weren't here last no, time. No, I was not. And I say libido, I mean his dick. Did Manfred von Karma <laughs> have sex? Does yeah, he have sex? He has two daughters. We did briefly engage in the question of Manfred von Karma having to have his children the biological way or through some other means. Okay. Um. And so, um, ruined Jams's month. <laughs> As I should, as it should. Um, Drew Misham ruined my month. <laughs> so I, we're very different people, James. Uh, but a simple solution is Franzi and her potential siblings that removes possibilities. Manfred just wants an heir to carry on the legacy. Um, he still cares about being perfect. It's unlikely he would have a partner who'd be able to reach that perfection standard. As such, Manfred doesn't have a wife, and Franzi was created artificially. It makes sense, if that makes sense. It does. I mean, she's a test tube baby. And, uh, no, I just... I think there is a Mrs. Von Karma. I can't imagine there not being a Mrs. Von Karma at some point. She I've, might not be around anymore. I've thought about this for a long time since last month, and by a long time I mean maybe ten minutes stops. But I think I agree with your supposition from last month, which was, one, a Manfred Von Karma baby that was not created in the normal biological way would be imperfect because it is artificial. And I, this is not to insult anyone out there who was an in vitro, in vitro baby or, like, through any... Like, I'm not trying to be insulting. I'm trying to think of, like, how Manfred would view it, right? Yeah. A, a baby created through in vitro or through a surrogate would be imperfect because it would be fake, right? So I... on And he has multiple children. It's not just Franzi. So he's got to have it biologically. He's got to have a marriage that doesn't end in divorce because that would be imperfect. So yeah, I think there's a man for... There's a Mrs. Von Karma. I think only one mother mothered his children. And I think he murdered her after. <laughs> I think he was like, and we'll take the two and one of them will be good or they'll die. And uh, we're going to kill you off because... Uh, becoming a widower is a favorable ending to a marriage. Tell death do us part. Instead of divorce. I didn't know Manfred was a poet. <laughs> I don't think he's a poet. That's the, the vow. Don't, you gotta no, take that, the vows. That's the vow, but what a poetic way to carry out the vow. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. For Manfred. Poetic for Manfred. Well, because he couldn't, because she wouldn't be, he's like, you're right, Jams. She wouldn't be perfect. There's no wife that would be perfect for Manfred von Karba. So he has to use the wife for the needed amount of time to produce two heirs and then kill her. Well, Jams also has a theory that they're, Franzi's the only heir. Um, that the potential Franzi's sister, though the granddaughter's, the granddaughter's dog line, I most likely assume was a joke. Manfred didn't have another child who then had a daughter. And the joke was made prior to Franzi's ex- Concept character conception, so we can assume that her existence as his daughter retcons the line. But I would like to see Franzi's sister. Yes, I think it'd be fun, especially if we get to see how all three of them act. Edward and them. Um, but it is very possible that 
Franzi is the retcon, like a retcon design that is potential. to that line. I think that's an interest. This is a very interesting way to view the games, which is where you just get to pick and choose what's retcon and not. <laughs> well, is that how the games go? It is. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, you might not be absolutely right, but I never even, I always try and go at it with this assumption that everything is canon until proven otherwise. Yeah. Um, so, sister's canon, having a daughter, Franzi doesn't have a daughter, therefore... Must be a sister. Must be a sister. But I guess you're right, Franzi could just be the retcon of Manfred's daughter. The could granddaughter just... is wiped from existence. Yeah. It's very likely. Like, that is super, super, super likely. Um, but at this point, we've moved forward so much, and I think all the fandom just knows, like, ah, yes, they have a sister. Wonder what she's like. I don't know if all of fandom knows that. But well, yeah. you know. <laughs> Some of fandom probably remembers. Yeah, I mean, there's there's this the corner. subset. Yeah. I'm just super curious about the other. If there is another Car- Von Karma daughter, I want to know about her, or I want to know about the grandkids. Yeah. Jesse, where do you stand on Manfred? R.E. Dick Wet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's a widower. So his that didn't dick- answer the question about the biological children. No, it no, did it did not. Do you think he had bio- like children biologically, or do you think he had um, in vitro or test tube or some other artificial means of creation? <laughs> and once again, we're saying biologically now to indicate. Uh, the bone zone. Uh, the bone zone, so that we don't have to keep talking about Manfred von Karma sex in the words Manfred von Karma sex. Uh, the carnal. I'm trying to think of all these the oldy terms. Copulation? What it like? Fornication? Fornication? Oh, What's, what are your thoughts on Manfred von Karma? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> so that's what we're referring to when we say biological. Jesse's very upset now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should have listened to that last episode. <laughs> Probably. Don't know if it would have helped. Uh, but yeah. I guess this is a fun poll question for everybody. <laughs> oh, God. I can't stop thinking about it. Okay. Well, side note. Side note, Jams. You end the email by asking for more plausible versus anime. We'll bring that back. Don't worry. That's not going anywhere. But not this episode, because i got to make Jesse squirm for another 15 minutes. <laughs> Mrs. Ma- Karma faked her death and just left. Do you think she would? She's awful enough to leave her daughter. Took one of no. She wouldn't have taken one because Manfred knew about the granddaughter. She just left. Also, wouldn't it make sense? Francie only knows her papa, or only ever talks about him. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, Jesse, answer the question. Uh, I don't. What? <laughs> it's not even all, like you didn't have to think about him doing that. You just have to think: Did he have a wife in order to have the traditional idea of a perfect family? Yeah. Or do you think he didn't want to deal with the inaccuracies potentially of having a wife, so artificially create like created his children? Try? Did he try to design what's a perfect child to Manfred von Karma? Done in the traditional sense, or a designer baby? Traditional. I, I, I see. I've been thinking about like, it. I agree. He, yeah. I just, he's such an old, like, an old school, kind of, like, that old school of thought in terms of perfection, in terms of family, in in my mind, in terms of family. But, you know, he he brings Edgeworth in and never once calls him son, right? Never once calls him anything other than, you're this, you're my ward kind of situation. Like, there's just no warmth in him to, to bring in something that's family. Except for that brief point in the filler episode of the anime where he was like, okay, you can keep the dog. I mean, that that I'm going to call non-canon Manfred von Karma. There's no way that Manfred von Karma is canon. I thought we decided that the only way that works is because dogs are man's best friend and dogs are the perfect pet. Yeah, I mean, we could feed into it as a sort of, like, he has to, perfect, boy picket fence, 2.5 kids, got my wife, need a dog. But... There's and he would train the dog beyond all recognition of of there would, that would dog would have, have no remaining dog. dog instinct. He would have gotten a bigger dog, Manfred. Well, in the in the game canon, Pez's up slash using the voice of God of the de- of of um, Sh- Shutakumi because Pes is never mentioned in the game canon. Edgeworth's dog Pes, um, Pes is a big dog. Shutakumi has said Edgeworth has a dog. It's a big dog. Its name is Pes. 
those are the three things we know about pests. Yeah. So, honestly, that filler episode <laughs> of the anime is the least canon thing. Yes. But, yeah. Manfred von Karma boned down. Your words. <laughs> Those, are <laughs> are mine. Those are words I just said. You just said. You did. I said uh, the word fuck, and then Michelle said dick what? We said, uh, we did say bone zone. We said bone zone. But, hmm, see, we all, we all carry our own demons. <laughs> and they all involve <laughs> the sexual libido of Manfred von Karma. Well, that's one of them, alright. Hey, you think the devil hand is related? <laughs> Because he jacked off Manfred von Karma. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the podcast is cancelled. You're welcome. Finally, I'm free. Free! <laughs> oh, no. You can't say it without Calcifer. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> so in the meantime, thank you so much, Jams. This was a very, very helpful and thought really thought-provoking email. Um, <laughs> any sort of contributions like that, anybody, or even just that, hey, like, what'd you think of this episode? And, you know, we'll, we'll see, or you thought of this character. Or did you guys ever notice this thing? Like, those things we will discuss to death, or we will just give you the time of day. Anyway, you should send those to object to this gmail, oh, sorry, object to this podcast at gmail.com, or you can do it through the Tumblr asks, uh, which is what we have those anonymous questions and map up questions from at um, object to this .tumblr.com. We're on Podcast Garden. Uh, Apple. PodcastGarden.com slash podcast slash object to this. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. Um, I can't believe you're still you're still choking on Apple Podcasts <laughs> after the, the things that you've said that have come out of your mouth. Thanks to Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes for the use of our theme song, Hey Palo Detective Gumshoe Remix. And Stuff at the End by Michelle. Uh, Michelle, we got two more uh, iTunes reviews. We did! Or sorry, Apple Podcast reviews. We got reviews! We and got last last month we talked a big game like, y'all haven't even reviewed us at all. Well, it turns out that our podcast review tracker was down for two months and they sent them all at once. So sorry, those people who reviewed. And uh, we missed it. Um, Yami Angie was one of them. Hey! Welcome. Thanks. Welcome to the fold, Yami Angie. Fire truck in Phoenix, right? That's one. The name of one of them is Fire Truck and Phoenix Wright, which is very good. And this one's Yami Angie. The other is Boulange. 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 That's a J at the end, isn't it? Boulange. <laughs> My baloney has a first name. It's Fire Truck and Phoenix. Baloney has only that same. It's. W-R-I-G-A-T. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got two reviews, and they're very nice and helpful and great, and we love them. And one has a winky face. Hey. So yeah, um, we like those, so go ahead and send those. Um, I, I for one, like being called pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> we are pretty cool. We're so not. Anyway, in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Jesse. I'm Michelle. Now is object to this, so why don't you object to that? I'm the dirty things you do And it's all because of you I'm the dirty things you do I can't help myself When it comes to loving